really know, man, what it's gonna be. What it's gonna be. <laughs> Fly slide finally got your boy on the live. You man, shit, yeah, it's been a it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I'm I'm stoked for this. Like this is I've been waiting for this for a long, long, long time. Long time. So let me just um all right let me blast your uh your ig let me post that link for real quick all right okay okay we are we are set it's about to be litty my man my man all right my man's in the building Official, the, the, the official like toilet tissue, <laughs> <laughs> brother. Thank you. It's, it's been a long, long time. I'm so excited for this shit. Yeah, man. Dope. You about Dope. to you about to piss people off and have them question their whole way, their upbringing, and what they've been taught as far as health, nutrition, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. Off the cuff, real quick. The dehydration. Uh, you were in the store today. You saw yeah. the, the the CPAC machines. Yeah, man. So for those that with sleep apnea, is that just a simple? Is it the simple solution? Is, is to be hydrated? It does. Yeah. Is, it, is it just that simple? Because most people be like, "Let's work like that." My doctor told me something different. I, I don't. I don't. It don't. Make, it doesn't sound right. It sounds too easy. All right. So, so here's the thing, bro. Our elders have been telling us for a very long time that. There are three things that you have to do. This is what my grandmother told me. This is what we live and die by in our uh, household. It's dehydration. The, the all, you know, we won't go into the vaccination thing. We'll do that later. Okay. But all things start from dehydration. All things. Because the body which they say is 70% water is actually roughly about 85% water. That's the essence of our life. And if you're dehydrated, nothing can function. Everything is arrested. If nothing moves, the body is like a, like a car. Everything that we make in society is made off of the human body. And if nothing is running smoothly, then everything is arrested. And as things get arrested, the body try harder and harder and harder to continue its natural functions, but it can't. So let's just look at sleep apnea, right? Sleep apnea is when someone can't sleep all night. What happens is they wake up. They snore, which is dehydration, okay? So what happens is they're dehydrated. Their tongue gets dry. Saliva that's supposed to go down the throat into the stomach to build stomach acid dries out. So this is why people wake up all the time because their mouth is drying out. Once their tongue dries out and it hits the top of the roof of their mouth, they start to snore. Even if it's just a little snore, like a, you can barely hear them. They snore. So there's no saliva going down the throat over time, overnight. Because over, if you watch somebody that sleeps sound, if you watch a baby, they always swallow because their mouth stays wet. Once that, stop, once that function stops, then over time, because of dehydration, stomach acid gets less and less and less. You start developing all kind of uh, digestive issues. And on top of that, you're not drinking water. You see, no one gets up in the morning, puts their kettle on, Heats the water up, 
pour it in a glass, put salt, lemon in it, and drink hot water because hot water tastes like shit. But if you drink, you know what Dr. Sebi once said? They asked Dr. Sebi a long time ago, what's a good breakfast? He said, a good breakfast is a glass of hot water. And you know what's better than a glass of hot water? Two glasses of hot water. The reason why coffee is so effective, it's the first thing you put in the body that's hot most of the time. Mm. <laughs> and, people, and people can't make that correlation. You want to heat the body up early in the morning. You don't want to put cold in the body because the body temperature has dropped and acid, all the acid functions in the body has been moving if you're getting proper sleep and if you're hydrated. If not, you haven't been getting any sleep, then the body didn't repair. You can't repair if you're dehydrated. Everything is arrested. The body takes the water that you do have and try to support the kidneys, the heart, the brain, the things that matter. So you age, you accelerate aging because you're dehydrated. Everything, constipation, dehydration, sleep apnea, dehydration, uh, uh, cardiovascular disease, dehydration. These are chronic issues, of course. These are chronic dehydration problems that you've had over years. But it's all from dehydration. How I found out about this outside of my grandmother's teaching and the eldest teaching was I used to cramp up all the time when I was playing ball in high school. They used to give us salt tablets because salt tablets makes us hold on to water. Another thing you find out about salt is salt builds blood volume. Okay, so they give us salt tablets. We take the salt tablets, drink a ton of water, drink a ton of water to get the sodium back because we've been sweating out all of our sodium. Right. So when you're finished, you feel bloated because you got so much salt. You, your muscles are smooth. You see cats come out from practice. They be, come in and be ripped veins and stuff showing during practice and then after practice they all smooth mm. that's because of the body all that water you're drinking is becoming edema edema goes wherever there's inflammation people say oh my knees swelling up oh my arms swelling up my wrist swelling up that's edema water the body sends water anywhere that where there's inflammation so we go out there hit each other boom 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 and everything swells up that's water holding that's the body holding on the water that's edema right so what happens is most athletes, they pee all the time. After practice, they got to pee. They got to pee before they eat. They got to pee when they get before bed. They got to pee when they wake up to get rid of the excessive amount of water. They never have dehydration. Only people who are dehydrated are the heavy set guys because they don't drink enough water. If you're 300, you haven't drank 100 ounces of water prior to practice, you definitely not going to drink 50 ounces during practice. You know, that's out the question. You'd be sluggish. And we know you're supposed to get half your body weight if you're active. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens. Everything stems off of dehydration. Boy, water is important, bro. Water is important. And we're at such a deficit. Now I had to get away from water and say, look, don't drink regular water. You got to add sodium to your water because we had such a deficit. Blood is moving slow. We know salt builds blood volume. If you're already dehydrated, you add salt to the water and you already got hypertension and you want to build blood volume, what does that do? Creates more hypertension. It gets worse. So how much would, would dehydration cut out the, the most 
ills of 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 or most uh, health issues and, and and melanated people per se. Okay. If you if 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 people stayed as hydrated as they did when they were seven years old, I'll say more than half the people who have debilitating issues like um, diabetes, hypertension, kidney failure, things like that, it will cut half of that out because all that is dehydration. That's a that's a that's a mineral imbalance. You have sweated. Okay, let's look at it from this point of view. You have sweated and done things as a youth. You drank Kool-Aid. You drank juice. You pure glucose, pure sucrose, all sugar, all things that hype the brain up. No sodium. No potassium. None of the things that matter in rehydrating the body. Okay? I grew up in the hood, right? We didn't have Kool-Aid and all these things that was available to us. Plus, I grew up in the country. We poor. So most of the time, all we had was water. Only time we really got anything sweet was tea. <laughs> so we went in both ways. And then you only got tea prior to because sugar is energy. Go outside and play. You get the you get the sweet tea or whatever before you go outside and play. If you get tired, you start running down, you'll get a swig of sweet tea. You go back and play for another six hours. Why? Because sugar dehydrates you if you're not utilizing it as energy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it's I mean, we've gotten away from the way of living that was so simple. And it is that simple. If you can keep a if you can keep a person dehydrated, they'll never get constipated. If they never get constipated, they never develop these types of issues because everything starts in the gut. This is what everybody has been saying that has healed anybody. The first thing we got to do, we got to clean your colon. Why? Why do they have to clean the colon? Because nothing gets into the body if the colon is filthy. You can't hydrate if you got a, a spastic colon. You can't get hydrated because all the water, most of the water that's absorbed by the body is absorbed in the colon. Why? Because the colon pulls water out. That's why your stool is supposed to be dry. You're supposed to have long, dry stool because the colon pulls the water out. But if the colon is impacted and clogged up, you can never get hydrated. So what moves that out? Salt. <laughs> Bro. It's, it's 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 so simple, bro. I mean, I make it sound simple, but if you already have an issue, then we have to get we have to take a take time with nutrition to help foster the issue because the gut, listen, your immune system, bro, is smarter than you. You may think you're running shit because you think, okay, I'm gonna eat a plant based diet or I'm gonna fast for 10 days. Your immune system was here before you. The, 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 the good gut bacteria, the fungus, the, the, the what they call candida, the worms, they were here before you. They're smarter than you. See? And because this is what people say when, they, when, 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 <laughs> when people go on a fast, right? They figure, I'm going to starve out the gut bacteria that creates life. All right, I'm gonna starve it out. So what happens? What tends to happen is the old growth, the bad bacteria, 
it typically doesn't have anything to feed off of, so it feeds off of you. So those fat storages, you do lose weight, but you don't fix the problem. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So they get you coming and going. And people don't people just don't realize how important being hydrated is because as long as you you're properly hydrated, then you can get rid of a lot of crap. See, you okay, you can take somebody that's 18 years old, properly hydrated, using a bathroom all the time, but he his if he's constipated. Even if he is using the bathroom all the time, then by the time he's 25, he's going to start having headaches. He's going to have to start the little things. See, the little things hit you first, the headaches. Anytime somebody says, I woke up with a headache, I said, number one, you didn't sleep well, even no matter how refreshed you feel, you snored all night and woke up at least five or six times. Because if you wake up with a headache, I guarantee you, I don't care what age you are, you take your blood pressure, it's through the roof. Why? Because you didn't heal. Every night that you lose sleep, you lose a, a day of healing. It's been, that just, you know, it's, it's, it's bro, this is, it's, it's, I fight, I fight these battles all the time, bro. People look at me like I'm crazy, like, man, man, come on. Man. I was about to say, I, I can imagine you getting a lot of pushback from a lot. Yeah. People stay with it, bro. They stay with the shits with me. Like, I say, okay, so I work with a, a bunch of older fellas, right? You know, the type of work I do, people don't leave these jobs. You know what I'm saying? They 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 either die or retire very good, you know? So I work with these older cats. The job took their health pretty much, their uh, glory days. So now they're in the old age. They got a lot of time. They can take off. They can go anywhere in the world they want to go. They got the money to do that, right? But their health is bad. So... I instituted just simple things, simple things like uh, eat this at this time of night, drink salt water with lemon in the morning, all these different types of things, and sat and literally watch these dudes come back to life. Literally, I mean, I, I, it's a 62-year-old, bro. He used to hoop, sciatic nerve, hypertension, headaches every day. He was looking bad. Now he hoop every day, 62 years old at the park hooping. I literally watched it. But and this is this this is the crazy part. I didn't do everything that I'm telling people to do. It only took just getting him hydrated and cleaning out his his blood vessels because he was an ex athlete. He had muscle memory, but he had such bad nutrition that his back began to hurt. Then that sciatic nerve began to bother him. Then the kidney started to shut down. The hypertension went up. You know, early onset type two diabetes. We changed six things in his whole life. Now he hooping twice a week, doing two, three hundred sit ups, things like that. I mean, because people try to people people overthink it because science is so abundant now. You know, when I first started, it was no man. We had what they call geo cities, Netscape. <laughs> I remember. I remember. There wasn't no Google, you know what I'm saying? And then you had to be in college. It just so happened that was my time. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to tell you how old I am, but, you know, we had Netscape, bro. We didn't have Google. You know, research was done hard body, you see? So, but yeah, bro, dehydration, 
It causes so, so I'm much. I'm having mic issues, but can you hear me right now? Oh, yeah, you perfect. Give me one moment. Um... <laughs> this is funny, bro. Hey, can you hear me? I'm having mic issues. Can you hear me, though? I can hear you great. Okay. Yeah. Give me one moment. Okay, say something for me real quick. Early. Oh, you Never know. late. This way. We're going to old school. Yeah, that's what I did. I just went over. You hear me? Oh, yeah. You can't hear me? Okay. Fuck. <laughs> uh -huh. My bad. Yeah, you good. I'm make sure I'm, I'm not echoing anymore. Yeah. I'm still echoing. Is he echo? Uh, yeah, no, not, not too bad. But you late. Your mouth not moving with the mic. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Yo. All right, I'm just not gonna talk into the mic. Okay. All right, all right. Quick backstory. You play ball. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> okay, so I come from a long line of ball players, man. You know, uh, um, my family, a lot, a lot, my whole family played sports. You know, we come from a small town where, you know, even in the eight seventies and eighties, we was part of a sharecropping community, and sports was really one of the only ways we had to get out. So, you, we really, really lived that life a lot of people speculate about you know when you know every everything on the table has to be saved when i say saved i mean there was no such thing as a a plate that that where you didn't eat the food and if you didn't finish the food you had to put the food in what we call a bucket a slop bucket because in the community that we lived in everybody had their thing so you know, about, you know, a few miles up the street, you know, we had people that had pig farms, they raised pig. We had another guy in the county that raised cattle. You know, everybody had gardens. So we, you would have this guy to come around the community and pick up the buckets. Everybody had them in their house because in the type of community we lived in, if you contributed, you fed the pigs, you fed the cows. You know, we had to go work on those farms, you know what I'm saying, to feed the cows and build the hay. That's what we would call Pupwood strong people. You know, like you just had people in the community, they didn't look like they were strong, but they were super strong. They just come from the background that we had. You know, my grandmother had a garden, all of our friends had gardens, and we all contributed. So that's how pretty much everybody in the community, we people call it old wives' tales and things like that, but that's really was our life. And when people ask me who I looked up to. You know, growing up, who was your heroes? I said, I slept in the bed with them. You know, can you imagine having Fred McAfee, Pro Bowl, New Orleans Saints, Pittsburgh Steelers, on this side, and Marcus Dupree, 30 for 30, 
probably the best thing ever was, L.A. Rams, New Orleans Braves, Oklahoma legend, on this side and you sleep in the middle. These are the people that I look at. Everybody that I looked up to was in my family. You know, the man that, that helped raise me, Charles McAfee, he was a great linebacker. He was on one of the only uh, undefeated football teams in the 80s when there was no classification. The team Dupree became famous. The team that made Dupree, that team, that 15 and 0 team, mm-hmm. I had many family members on that team. So this 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 is just a testament of, of what I grew up around. You see, and and people just look at just those two. It's man, it's so many more, bro. It's so many more that come out of the town, and we all relatives. See, when you're in a small town like that, from a town called Philadelphia, Mississippi. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is the brother with the sister. We used to have this thing back in the day with Mayor Good was the mayor of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We called Philly to Philly. So it was always a cultural thing where people from Philly would come down or we would go up to Philly to, to blend cultures. In that type of city, everybody's pretty much relative. And everybody pretty much look out for everybody. So that's what I grew up around. So everybody was athletic because we everybody in the whole town grew up playing against each other. So you can understand the fierce competition of the county school and the city school because y'all knew each other from birth. Y'all played against each other all your life and made the best man win. So competition between those two schools just bred talent after talent after talent. There was many more before me. There's been many more after me. So my family was always sports. You see what I'm saying? So I ended up, you know, going to college with a football scholarship. My brother's basketball scholarship. I got a homeboy baseball scholarship. My cousin's baseball scholarships, track scholarships, all walks. And uh, just so happened, that was my niche. What people don't realize is that I was a better baseball player than I was a football player. My father played baseball. I I chose football. <laughs> Like an idiot. <laughs> I about to say, wait, man. Uh, okay, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I can't be, I can't say like an idiot because it gave me such a great life, you know, to meet people and do things I never would have done outside of it, you know. But that that conversation that I had with my dad after I chose football was not a good one because he understood what I stood to gain out of baseball. But everybody in my family was making ridiculous millions of dollars playing football. So this is what I see. This is what I see people literally in the 80s and 90s driving Range Rovers and Ferraris and buying big old stuff I've never seen before outside of TV playing football. I don't know anybody that plays baseball. Pop, how can you? That's that's a fair argument. That's mm-hmm. a fair yeah, yeah, it's a fair point. Um, so, staying on the football question, mm-hmm. the CTE. Mm-hmm. Now, nu- nutrition wise, because this mm-hmm. is your specialty, mm-hmm. is there anything one can do to prevent or uh, help alleviate CTE issues in in, in football with with proper nutri- nutrition? Okay, so this is man, this is such a multifaceted question, and it's not an easy answer. But the short of it is, (laughs) 
dehydration. Okay, so let me let me explain it to you. Okay, so in the past 15 years, 20 years, <clears throat> you have seen football go from grass, artificial turf, to field turf, which creates field turf. Now, I played arena ball on turf. That was my sh- that was it for me. And arena ball is twice as brutal as NFL, which people don't have a clue about. Yeah, people that, people that. just now getting getting an understanding. Yeah. Okay, I did 10 years of that Yeah, uh, in between the walls, playing both ways. So I had to hit and take hits. Mm-hmm. And the difference is at 46, sharp as a tack, is I stayed hydrated. Okay, so back to the CTE thing. CTE happens based on proteins of plaque that builds up in the brains and creates problems. The brain is surrounded by fluid. The brain is surrounded by fluid. The brain is surrounded by fluid. That fluid floats in between the skull and the brain. And what happens is you make this contact and that skull touches, the brain touches the skull, creates a shock. It sends people back in time. Concussion. Because that fluid is not there. That fluid is stand out. Most of these guys are carrying on their life in a state of dehydration since middle school. See, we started, we didn't start having contact to the seventh grade. Right? Mm-hmm. Junior high. You got these kids knocking heads at eight. Yeah. They knocking heads at eight. And not and guess what they drinking? Gatorade. So now, okay, let's look at the generation-wise. Only people that was diagnosed with CTE problems were D-linemen and D-tackles. I mean, D-linemen and O-linemen. A lot of wide receivers back in the day didn't have it because they weren't knocking heads. Running backs who was dropping their heads, offensive linemen, D-linemen, maybe a few linebackers. Okay, you go, you go a, a step farther. Let's go to the 80s and 90s. That's when the introduction of artificial turf. You get off of grass, you get on turf, and that head hit that turf, boom, mm. and you're dehydrated. Mostly, if you look at the people who are struggling, those are the people who was knocking heads or whose heads was hitting that turf while they were dehydrated. They create that, that plaque. Every time you create that shock, that disconnect, free radicals, the body tries to heal. It doesn't heal the same way it was before. Over time, that plaque builds up. The, the flashing lights, everything starts to bother you. Because you, if, when, if, when people don't understand, when you those flashing lights, when they show you how the brain works, that's how the, that's how that's what they're dealing with. Those flashing lights, the brain, the electrical pulses, that those transfer pulses, that's what's happening. They're seeing it in their eyes. So when you flash a bright light at them, they like it throws them off. You see those same things. So because when you hit somebody, you close your eyes whether you like it or not. That's Once true. you make contact. You close your eyes. Yeah. So when you close your eyes and when you make contact, boom, you hit. What you see is what's going on in the brain. Mm-hmm. That plaque builds up because what? The body sends cholesterol to heal the thing because all nerve endings are surrounded by cholesterol. Cholesterol, the liver, produces cholesterol that surrounds the nerves. So over time, these this plaque 
it doesn't never heal. It's a scab. You just got to look at it like a scab. Let's just get to take the, 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 the medical hoopla out the way. Let's look at it like it's regular skin. You cut the skin, the body tries to heal it with, with cholesterol, it forms a scab. The scab is never like the skin. Right? Right. Okay. With nerves, the thing with nerves is nerves require maintenance all the time. So it's still that, that protein, those proteins are steady going there. The, the, that plaque is steady going there. So it's creating inflammation in the brain over time. So the parts of the brain are starting to atrophy because not only have they been dehydrated, they're still hydrated because they never corrected the problem. That's number one. That's just the first facet of it. You see, now we'll get to the other part to where the shoulder pads got smaller. The helmets got thinner with more padding. That's the wrong direction to go. You get a thinner helmet with more aerodynamic padding, and you expect that? What sense does that make? It doesn't make any sense to me. We had big Rodell bike helmets. I'm talking about the helmet was thick. And I go get one of my pro helmets. I used to look at those things like, damn, this helmet's super light, man. I can. And my shoulder pads was smaller. So the f- amount of force that I'm hitting you with now is 10 times greater because I'm on turf. So that means every stride, I'm getting all the force out of each stride. There's no giving like the grass. See, the grass, when you when you play on natural grass, man, it's night and day from this field turf. It's night and day. If you, People head hit this field turf and they get concussions from the head hitting the ground. People... If, if, if people who had a field that was natural ground, because, you know, a lot of NFL teams started putting the systems up under their field for the cold, and that's not natural ground. The teams like the Miami Dolphins and the Chicago Bears, the old school teams who had grass, right. that natural. When last time you heard Larry Zonka say, oh, I got CT. I haven't. Did you, hear, did you hear Mark Clayton say that? Nope. What about Super Duper? Nope. What about uh, what the, what's the quarterback name? Because people who played on grass, if they hit the ground on natural grass, it wasn't. I mean, I've hit my head on natural grass with no helmet, just playing, you know, in a rolls, a flag, catch the ball, boom, hit my head, no headache, no nothing. Because it's a different kind of give when you playing on natural grass. That's that's just the second part. The institution of field turf, turf and field turf into football has created a business, an orthopedic man. The business is, I mean, this is a, a, a new wave of billions of dollars. New wave of, I mean, this is a whole nother stream of income, bro. Because so people it, are not drinking water. So it, and, it's, it's your assessment that this is purposely driven just like the medical industry to keep people alive long enough to, 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 to treat, not prevent or cure, just to treat. Okay, go in. Man, listen, this this thing, bro, I mean, when, <laughs> when you have to have neurologists full-time on the staff, that right there was a problem for me. When I was looking at players who played on turf, like the players who played for Buffalo Bills and uh, 
teams that played on turf, you know, teams that played in Houston, teams that played on turf all the time, bro. Talking about the the, the, Astros, the Saints players, you know, I was like, yo, I told my man long, long, long time ago, bro. I was like, look, this turf is hard. This turf is hard. man. Look, if, if if nobody's ever played on the old turf, ask anybody that played on the old turf. I, I'm still missing skin, bro. That turf is hard. And if your head hit that turf or your elbow hit that turf, man, that, that stuff is unforgiving. So they come out with this field turf and what they put in it, rubber. That's just as bad because now the rubber doesn't give like grass. So it exponentially increases ankle, knee, hip, shoulder, neck, back issues. Exponentially. My man Gary, GLS, go to training, everybody that's doing the, the things he, for a long time, you know, the athletes, me and Boulder training, we train, we used to train them on foot placement, how to keep their body over center of gravity, how their feet are supposed to be, what we call the bow. Is is certain athletes that you, if you look around, you know, any sports, they have this particular run style that they have and they dominate. They don't, they're not just good. They just dominate. It was prevalent in the, um, in the national championship. You see, because Jamar Chase, he goes to Golden. He goes to Coach Gary. That's why your boy from Clemson couldn't, couldn't hold him. See, th this is this is a new understanding. See, we bring in the old school back, an old school understanding. We bring him back to nature. You know, everybody talk about natural movements and all this other type of stuff. This is stuff we've been doing since the late 90s, man, early 2000s. Und you know, understanding that, look, these people are getting hurt because it's a new game. This field turf is different than grass. So you're going to have to have a different type of mobility set. Your, your core, your center of gravity is going to have to be different. We're going to have to train you in different ways. We, I mean, I have I – have, uh, I have a video of Antonio Brown back when, you know, when Bo was training him, of him doing stability work that was at the time seen as crazy. Not understanding that the whole movement, he maintained his center of gravity over, over his body. He kept one straight line during each exercise because he had to be different. You know, and plus desire plays a big, the dude was like super hungry. So desire plays a big, big, big part. And um, so with everything changing in the NFL, you have to train, change your mode of training. People are still training under the same old model. And we continue to see people get hurt. You know, me and Coach G talk about it. Me and Bo talk about it all the time because we just actually just watch the film. See, we don't watch the game. We watch the players. Mm -hmm. And we don't watch the good plays. We watch all the bad plays because at some point somebody's going to be influenced by us, and we want to make sure we have the right influence. You know, we don't we don't ever want to. You know, Bo is a trainer's trainer. No nonsense. We don't give a fuck about the money. It's another thing. We don't do this for no fucking money because when we started, those kids didn't have no fucking money. You see what I'm saying? Them dudes didn't have no money. So when we started, it was for passion. 
You see what I'm saying? I always, I mean, I knew how to train. Training was nothing. I got my certificate in 97 when it wasn't even cool. It wasn't even a move. I got A certified in 97. It was a giveaway to the university. Then it became the wave. But when it became the wave, I was already, <laughs> it's old, you know? So, you know, as, as, as the NFL continued to put a better product out, that product is at the detriment of the product. Mm. You, but the problem is these gurus are leaning on science. Most of the people that's training never perform those movements at a high level. Now there are there are ex players who are training, but they've been taught by people who are in the science field. This is theory. This is why you'll see uh, uh, Chris Carter or Randy Moss, somebody on, on talking about why is he doing this? Oh, all oh, that looks pretty, but it's you know that's why they give him a hard time because you know you have to do certain things at a certain speed for a long time. Over, this is free game now. This is free game. You have to do a certain thing at a certain speed for a long time, over and over and over and over and over. So why are you doing other things that have no relevancy to what your specialty is? That's waste. Mm-hmm. We don't waste no time. We don't want to waste your time, bro. We don't want to waste your time. We look at you. We look at your weaknesses. You do it or you don't. If you do it, and you pay us, first thing is, for strike one is, well, you're paying me, but while you're here, you're going to do it my way. What happens then? They go find somebody else. Yeah. Because unk them don't give a fuck about money. Sorry, it's you too. I'm out. Unk no, <laughs> <laughs> them, them don't care about money. Unk them care about me being able to provide for my family for a long time. That's the difference. We got jobs, you know. I work a job. So what I teach is purely from the heart. Now, I get a lot of flack from y'all. I do. Man, man, that's free game, man. Come on, man. I still got to earn a living. Bo stay on me. He just cussed me out the other day. I was about to say, Bo be like, man, I can see Bo slapping his head like, what are you doing? Man, it's crazy. And then, you know, the other part is my boy Leaf. People don't even know about Leaf on the West Coast. Leaf is, you know, he's so, his business acumen is ridiculous. Leaf Hackett, he played at Washington State. He played arena ball with us. And his business acumen is ridiculous. He's, he's one of those guys, several businesses, but he's like the silent one. He's not really, you know, visual. Mm. And um, but the thing about it is, man, the network is crazy and the network is relationships. You know, people hear me, you know, talk about Minister Inky. People hear me talk about KT to all. You know, people hear me talk about Congo, you know, Zilla training, Covering Academy, GLS training. It's us. The network is unbelievable. So but, but the reason why we do it like that. And we'll get into that because that's when we get into the vegan, vegetarian, media thing. 
Well, no, let's get into that. That's that's <laughs> on, that's one of our questions for tonight. Sir, <laughs> you have an issue with veganism. Matter of fact, <laughs> I get a lot of vegans be like that guy. Yeah, yeah, your guy. He's wrong, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you know, let me, let me. Okay, so like I said, I grew up country, so uh, I know what vegetables to eat and vegetables not to eat. I know everything that y'all think y'all know about growing food. I know. I remember Inky did a, 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 a seminar one time online, and he was telling people that yo, the only thing they put in the soil is this, this, and this. And that's standard, you know, and people feel like they're getting something. Then you had um, Dr. Joe Wallach, who actually sued the FDA and won for to have the right to say that selenium, free game, selenium cures disease. Got the right to say that. Uh, so, but the key part about it, it's a thing that we have been doing since the indigenous days. Since whatever slavery days you can think of, think beyond that. What Dr. Joe Wallach said is the reason why these people live so healthy is because we go out, we had a wood burning heater. This is this is how country poor we were. We had a wood burning burning heater to heat the whole six bedroom house. Six bedroom, you had to open all the doors so that he can go throughout the house, right? Mm-hmm. So we had a wood burning heater. So we put the, we go get the wood, we put the wood in the heater. The wood burned, wood burned, and it had the wood ashes. You got to clean those ashes out, right? So what we do it, we take the ashes out the bottom, you know, the ash fall in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Take the ashes out the bottom, you got to take those ashes outside because those are ashes that go in the crops. That's how we got our minerals. You put the minerals back in the crop. So when you people talk about these minerals in their food, I'd be like, okay, if that's what you want, if that's what you want to argue. See, I know why they burned down California. I know why they burned down Brazil. Do you? See? So it's people don't understand what they been. They they running out of soil. And this whole organic thing, oh man, you know what that means? Carbon. What is carbon? Ash. What is ash? Firewood that's burned. So things, these people just, they, they, listen, they can't continue to call something organic, right? So what they do, they burn down stuff. They burn it. Prime example, you want a clean, green yard, what you do? You burn the grass. Yeah. You know what that grass does? It feed, that carbon feeds the soil so the grass comes back greener. So we burn down the oldest trees in the country. What they gonna do with the dirt? What are they gonna do with the dirt? And see, that's funny because the only reason I even know this because during fire season when I was a firefighter, while in fire, we go out and set shit on fire. What they gonna do with the dirt? <laughs> they're gonna sell the dirt, or they're gonna they're gonna subsidize the dirt yeah. to Mexico and South America to grow your bananas and your avocados and all your food, and say this is organically grown. That just means that we burnt all the 
heavy metal trees, ship the dirt down here to in order to grow more food because, hey, man, it's unsustainable. The amount of food people waste, it's unsustainable. So I understand what your food lack. See, this is another thing. This goes into the whole Dr. Savy thing. Dr. Savy took natural compounds that had minerals, not vitamins. His compounds had mineral content. He gave you the compound and told you to stop fucking eating. People still want to eat and take sea moss with burdock and sarsaparilla. And, come on, man. First thing he told you to do is stop eating. But y'all don't want to stop eating. And then say, oh, he don't know what he's talking about. Listen, I studied Alfredo. I studied Fred before y'all knew who Dr. Sabi was. See, he slick Fred from New Orleans. <laughs> see, see, man, look, we been knew about him back in the day when he was healing. When he was healing people in New York City, they been knew about him down south. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody was looking like, what? What dude? I'm gonna tell you what, dude from New York came down and said, "Man, they got this dude in New York talking about he can age, he can everything." We was like, "Sabi," I'm saying. We started looking at Alfred. I was like, "Alfredo Bowman, who is that?" And he's like, "Oh man, you know that dude, <laughs> tall, you know." Then we started doing research on him. We started saying like, "Oh shit, old heads in New Orleans are like yo." Remember him from back in the day, man. He wasn't like that. Now, and he got with my eye and all the things that he was doing, bro. I, I really had to take note because back then, in like 95, 96, I was in the kinesiology. I wasn't in the, I wasn't in the uh, health and well. I, I remember that was huge because I was going to do kinesiology for a little bit as a part of a physical therapy program at a university. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Get to that. okay. Uh, so, so, so everybody, so this is the way, right? Remember I said I got my, my certification in 97, right? As part of the program, they was growing personal training. They was growing it. So a personal training certificate back then was like $167, $170, something like that, right? So back in the day, there was no exercise science. There was none of this nutrition. It was only dietitians. You could go to school for dietitian. You could go to school for physical therapy and, uh, you know, kinesiology. And if you was in kinesiology, you, you had to go in one of the other specialties, like uh, training, you know, football training, being a trainer for a football team or a sports team, mm -hmm. or you go to physical therapy, PT school. And the only reason I even, even dealt with kinesiology is because one of our cornerbacks was in pre-PT school. And he was like telling me all this stuff. He was like, yo, I can fix your, your ankle. I know you broke your ankle. We can get that scar tissue out, blah, blah. I'm like, dog, how do you know all this? He was like, oh man, I'm in PT school. I was like, word? And he had like, this was, a, this was our cornerback. My frat brother, by the way, go mob, Shea Branch. He was a cornerback and he was like a 3.9 GPA. And he was going to be a physical therapist. And I was like, yo, I need to get game from him. One of my other frat brothers, Mike Murray, he went into nursing. Very smart dudes. So you got to pay attention to him. If these dudes are around you, you got to pay attention to him. You got to listen to him talk.
Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the biggest thing for people is they peers, the ego get in the way when they're around their peers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Man, look, man, I was never an egotistical guy around my peers because I learned stuff from all of them. You know what I'm saying? That goes back to that network. I get stuff from everybody and I just apply it and I do the science behind it because if my grandmother told me something and it's worked this long and then KT presents something and it states this, then I got to go see what changed between 1947 and 2007. I got to see what the FDA did, what standards and things like that. So that's how I start to bring that thing in. So when you're dealing with, it's not that I don't like vegan, vegetarian type of deal because I did it. I did that. I know and I understand the human body and the needs of the human body and what they have done to the food. It's not so much as that it's a bad or a good thing. It's what these people have done to the food. See, if if I was given the food from the farm or we was farm raising food and I was giving it to you, I could say different because I know exactly what went into the soil. But like I, I like I said on, a, on another podcast, this is what they're doing. They have these tremendous cattle farms and these growers, big ag, pays the cattle farmers to feed their cattle GMO corn and GMO soybean, certain certain things, certain ones. I don't now let me let me preface this by saying this. None of this is fact. Okay, we just clear it up right now. Mm-hmm. None of this is fact. This is all an opinion from the former. Let me just put that out there. This is an opinion based on the research that I have found, and this is not a fact. Okay, so what happens is you have big farmer that petitions big ag agriculture, big agriculture. Big agriculture have what they call seeds that are, uh, have patents on them. These seeds are then fed to certain animals. The animals take those seeds and the way their digestive system works, it alters the seed or takes put something in the seed or takes something away from the seed was what they chew on and gets into the DNA of the cow, gets into the to the muscle tissue of the cow or whatever animal, right? That whatever is left is then pooped out. We know that poop is a great fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, the way we used to feed them, we give them hay with some other stuff, and we'll get to that later. Put some other stuff on the hay, feed the cow, the cow poop, we put it in the fields. Well, they're doing that same thing, but the difference is the the um, the poop they're using, the animals were fed a GMO. So now, because the animal is natural, a natural animal, no, no antibiotics, none of the other stuff, but it was fed GMO, the poop is now used for big ag to fertilize the crops in big ag agriculture. So, yeah, you have a an organic green that was fertilized with organic poop from an organic animal that was fed a GMO. 
That's pretty slick. Then, because of the classification, we have to classify. Got to classify. So then we take these greens to the farmer's market. We send, we pack, we send, we send 80% of it to the package in the store. So we can put the non-GMO label on it. The rest of it, we send to the farmer's market. Get to the farmer's market and say, oh, I don't shop at Walmart. I shop at the farmer's market. Cool. You go to the farmer's market and get your fresh kale, your fresh rings, your fresh everything that's been grown in GMO soil. You go home, you cook it. The structure of that plant is not the same structure that my grandmother had. So the body, being way smarter than you, the immune system was here before you. It's way smarter than you. will say, no heat, just water, no heat. You didn't change the structure, the cell structure of this plant at all. Fire. You didn't add, you add the universal solvent, steam, no fire. Dirty electricity. We'll get to that too. You didn't change the cell structure. You didn't break down the plant wall because just like you, if somebody come up on you with a knife, you putting them dukes up. Plants do the same thing. Plants can we Sir Jagger the Chandra Bose, they say he was a rap, he's a black guy. The guy that uh a lot of people stole from. Prove that plants have emotions. Prove that plants live just like humans in a stationary manner. Prove this. Black scientists, nobody's ever even heard of. Everybody heard of Einstein. Everybody's heard of Tesla. Nobody's heard of Sir Chagadesh Chandra Bose when he was the one who spearheaded the whole thing about plants. So when people talk to me about plants and they don't know who Sir Jagadish Chandra Bose is, then I can tell you off the muscle, you don't know anything about plants. Because he told them that plants were alive and plants had emotions. So you tell me, they send this cow through this thing, adrenaline goes through his blood, they kill him, blah, 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 blah. What do you think that plant is doing when he hear that tractor's coming? What do you think goes through that plant? When you get him and it's ashy white, full of poison that it uses to defend itself against insect. Oh, they say this stuff we spray on it. The seed is insect proof, right? That's what GMO seeds is, insect proof. Okay, so let's just say it's an organic plant growing in a GMO soil. Here's that tractor coming. And people say, man, you crazy. This is far-fetched until they do the research. Hear that tractor coming? Puts a defense mechanism. You get the plant. It's all ashy white. You try to wash it off. You can't. You got to cook it. But guess what? They raw. No, I'm raw. I'm, not, I'm, I'm raw. They don't do no cooking. So you eat the adrenaline of the plant. Thinking you're getting uh, something good when all actuality the body saying I can't do nothing with this, but oh, let's go a step farther. You're already constipated, so that plant matter is just stuck in you, festering, feeding what the fungus, the bad bugs, 
And then they said, oh, wow, well, I have candida. Or you got this. No, 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 you got an imbalance. You see? Then they go to the herbs. Oh, I need to get some cascara sagrada. Or I need to get some marshmallow. But you got all of these heavy metals in the body from eating plants. Then once a year, you want to do a detox. It doesn't work like that, bro. The liver is overwhelmed. That's why you're seeing more and more vegans and vegetarians having problems. It's not because it's not the diet, bro. It's the food. I mean, the food has been compromised. I'm not saying nothing bad about it at all. I'm just telling you that the food is compromised. And if you don't have a defensive plan put together, that food is going to kill you, bro. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, and I get a lot of flack about it, and I know I do. And that's cool. It's cool, bro. I value everybody's opinion about the thing. But because I know how the plants are grown, because I grew them myself, I just went back to my mother's house and showed people on my Instagram how my mother grew her tomatoes and her figs and everything in her backyard. To this day, even though legislation has tried to legislate out that you can't grow them in your backyard. My grandmother's backyard, all this yard is, is now just grass because she can't grow the garden back there. You see what I'm saying? Because now they don't want you growing big gardens in the, in the city. You see what I'm saying? But I know how the plants are grown, bro. I know how they used to be grown because I used to have to go out there. I used to have to turn this off. I used to have to pick them. Man, people don't even know how. Man, I understand, bro. Shell pee for three, four, five hours, man. Thumbs all messed up. Go pick them. Go pull the peanuts out the ground, bro. People don't know nothing about that, man. You know how hard it is to cut cane, man? Sugar cane. <laughs> hey, man. Different, man. It's different, man. Okay. Uh, we mentioned fire. So yeah, man. Let's talk about, let's get into it. Electricity being the dirtiest, dirtiest form of, of uh, energy. Go Listen, ahead. So, so they've told you. Okay, so they told you that. Okay, let's back up. Who told you that electricity was clean? Who told you that using an electric stove over a gas stove was better? People don't even know why we have electric stoves. Oh, we want to get away from natural gas, but hold on. They just crucified Trump for using coal, right? When do people understand that nature, nature makes no mistakes? So here's this thing. Fire is for the purification. We know that. Everybody references cleansing of the, you gotta cleanse the earth with fire. The, every fire, you know, it's part of the elements. Electricity is not an element. It creates an element. It is the byproduct of it. If electricity hit a tree, it creates fire. Okay, now let's go, let's take a step back toward the Bobby Hammett brother Penny. Bobby Hammett says, we are chaos beings. Explain to me what is structured about electricity. 
nothing. It is chaos. You live in a society of what? Structure. Therefore, this society doesn't belong to you. You don't belong in structure. We can't do anything structured and be successful because we get bored. It's always altering. That's when they come up with the only thing constant is change. That is to defend you because you are chaos. Electricity is chaos. It is erratic. It destroys everything in its path. When it hits it, electricity is a man created. They created electricity, structured electricity through the dams where they take natural things, copper, brass, rub it together. They, they create electricity in a structured manner. Electricity is designed to be chaos. It's designed to be erratic. Anytime you got electricity outside of human control, it is chaos. It is erratic. It is dirty. It is designed to create atmosphere. That's why when you look up in the sky and you see electricity, it's creating atmosphere. It's designed to create atmosphere because it's a cycle. It charges the particles in the, in the air. So those, because we have created such a fucked up world with excessive amounts of carbon that electricity is getting pushed back. That's why you hardly ever see those, 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 those lightning storms we used to have back in the day. You don't see them hardly anymore because the carbon is pushing so much bullshit up that now you just see the, the flickering in the clouds. You hardly ever see it's coming down. It's a lot of flickering in the clouds trying to charge the charge the air to push the carbon back down. If you don't have electricity to to charge the particles in the air, then that's when our oxygen starts to get lower and lower and lower. Okay? Now fire. Fire natural fire created from wood, created from gas, uh, created from coal, things like that. That is a natural fire. Whenever you put electricity into a thing and it gets hot, that's creating a bad energy wave. That's a that's an energy wave. That's not something like fire. If you light a candle, you hear people talk about candle magic all the time. Mm -hmm. The reason why candle magic is so powerful because fire is, is fire in its natural form. It is fire in its natural form. Elect you don't you put a you go get a. Uh, a candle that runs off batteries, <laughs> you put it in there and turn the candle on the light flick on, what energy do you get out of that? You ask any practitioner, they'll tell you, come on, man, you got to be kidding me. A candle from a light source, from a battery, any anything that's outside of nature is structured. Nature has its own way of moving. Whenever mankind structures things in nature, it becomes dirty because there's nothing structured in nature. You are of nature. There's no structure to black folk. They, they, we just, just like you said, bro, you just throw us in the trash, bro. Because people don't understand. People don't understand. People don't understand that you, it, you're being forced into structure. That's why you can't stay in it. It's the outside forces pushing against that chaos in you. That's why you have more people going to jail. You have people doing all the wrong things because in society, our brains don't function in a structured manner. And those who do have been educated into that. 
and understanding. See, we're upstanding citizens because we can we have developed a sense of understanding to know how to push back the chaos. Some people who the ones who you say, man, that dude just out of sight, he crazy. Mm-hmm. They haven't developed that that mental capacity because of the water, dehydration, because of the nutrition, because of the, the shots and things to be able to push back that structure and balance their structure and their chaos. We're going to always be different because we are of nature. Anything outside of nature that's in a structure that's put in structure outside of nature is not going to work. Right. This is why we are in the situation we're in with the whole shit that we're going through now. Is Everybody's trying to live this structured, happy, pretty life. And when life throws them a curveball, they don't know how to do it because they've been educated in structure. That's why some of the greatest hustlers have had the most chaotic lives. It's like, oh, man, y'all don't know what I've been through. Bro. I didn't just get these millions because of this, this, and this. You got to have a balance. And if you don't have a balance, then you're going to be in trouble. So I try to stay, okay, another thing. They tell you this blue light coming off this computer, this blue light. (laughs) Ain't that electricity? Yeah. (laughs) This phone they showing, they tell you to put your phone down to cover your eyes up because it messes with your eyes. Ain't that electricity? Yeah. Okay, but it's not filthy. They say, oh, it's the 5G. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ain't that coming from electricity? Yeah. Ain't 3G coming from electricity? Ain't everything that y'all say is bad is coming from electricity because we don't have no other energy sources we're utilizing on the planet. Fire is the most is the closest natural resource to anything, but because they can charge you for electricity. See, that was the thing. See, Tesla, he had to go. Free energy. Yeah, he wanted to give it for free. Yeah, he can't have that. Can't have okay. that. See, we can't charge you for the type of energy Tesla want to give you. Mm. We can charge you for the electricity. You see, we can find we can put a box on side of your house and track how much electricity we send into it. Right. But with the things that Tesla was doing, we can't charge you for that. You see what I'm saying? So that that changes everything. You see, and it was cleaner. It, it was cleaner. It had no carbon markings. You see? So, but if you think elect everything that you're doing doesn't have a, a health problem, they tell, listen, they tell you to turn off everything. They tell you to turn off everything. Hold on. I'm getting all these, these text messages, man. What's going on? Uh, so they tell you to, they tell you to turn off all this stuff, right? Turn off your phone. Turn off this. It, it, it interferes with your sleep. They want you to get on grounding pads. Why? To discharge yourself from the filth. From the filth. Why do we tell people to walk on grass? They thinking we just discharging the filth. They think we just okay. We're sending earth vibes into through the feet to help you heal, to get rid of the inflammation, yes. We're also discharging your rich ass from all of the gadgets and shit that you have in your hand all day. See, those athletes we train, 
They got a little money, you know. They got all the, the fly stuff. They got the big phone. They they sleep on the bed with the with all the electricity going through their room. They got you know cameras all around their house. They got Wi-Fi everywhere. They go train and they get home and they can't sleep. Number one complaint we get from a lot of athletes is, bro, my sleep, man, my sleep. Say, hey, bro, you dehydrated. What does water do to electricity? You step in a pool of water and get hit by a lightning bolt. It's instant death, right? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is crazy to me, Slide, man. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I try to let people read in between the lines, bro, so they can do the research themselves. But electricity is filthy. It is, bro. It is. It is not. It is. A, it's not clean. And you have to discharge yourself from it. That's what all the grounding shit is about. That shit is like the wave, man. We was doing that shit back in the day after every practice. After every practice, you take your shoes, you stretch without your shoes. They don't do that now. They're so eager to stretch and get in the locker room so they can go do all the other crap, man. This is why they fucked up. Quick, quick, quick uh, question. Cryotherapy. Okay. <laughs> I had to get on nephew about that, man. <laughs> I know Bo would be mad at him, but you know, I, you know, my heart got a little bit more compassion, you know. But yeah, they don't do that, bro. Cryo, I mean, here's the thing: he has his place. You know, athletes, we've been using cold therapy all of our lives. You know, it just became a thing for everybody else. You know, when I broke my ankle, that was I lived in an ice bucket. I lived in an ice tub. This was three times a week. You know. Most athletes already know that. That's nothing new for us. That became a thing for people. But my thing is, okay, they get it so cold that it has to get past the epidermis extremely fast. And we know there's no such thing as quick healing, bro. You feel good because you get blood to the, to the skin, right? You get blood to the skin, right? So you get new blood, but you drain the liver. The liver stores blood, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, people, if you got a functioning spleen, which goes unnoticed, the spleen is like, pfft. the spleen should be people's partners because the spleen take out bad cells, take out those cancer cells, send them back to the shop, see if we can fix them. If we can't, you got to go. People don't even, don't even talk about their spleen. That's the body shop or the body. The liver has all this blood in it, right? So you get in this cold water, the the first thing the body tries to do is heat itself up immediately. It discharges all of the blood from the from the the, the warm blood that you have in that liver. It discharges that immediately to go and try to heat the body up, to try to heat the body up. But by that time, guess what? It's over. So now you got this blood. You got this good circulation. He's like, ooh, it's cold, but I feel good. I feel fresh. Then don't go drink no water. Don't put, don't get no more salt in the body. Salt builds blood, right? Mm-hmm. We just said salt builds blood volume, right? No, no, we're not going to do that. The difference is if you go get 50 degrees, 40 degrees water, Put you some ice in it, 
structured water, no coal ice, no, no, no poison that you're going to inhale into the lungs and create a reasonable problem like Corona. No cryo dry ice going into the respiratory system. Why are you trying to cool off? Why are you trying to get yourself together? All this dry ice going in your body, creating a future respiratory problem. You're not doing that. You're going to sit in a tub of ice, right? You sit in that ice. You're only in the ice from the waist up or from the neck up for 15 minutes, right? What that does is that allows the body to adjust the temperature and heat the water up. That's why the water, that's why ice melts. The ice melts because the body, once the body starts to warm up, it stabilizes. Once it comes back to homeostasis, you're good to go. That's the whole, that is the whole, um, that is the whole trick behind the Wim Hof method. Okay. We've been doing it for years. We get out of the cold bath, we feel great, we go to the room, no, we go eat. See, when we get done with rehab, it's time to eat. Rehab is always before breakfast, after practice, before dinner. So we can nutrify and put things back in the body that we lost to help rebuild the body. Then it's study hall, then it's sleep. See, as athletes, we didn't have a choice. It's structured. So we got plenty of rest. We got plenty of salt. We got plenty of nutrition because we're a commodity in college. See, you, 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 it's different than the NFL. College, you're a commodity. This is the reason why they monitor training camp because training camp, they have to structure you. People say, oh, you got training camp to get you in shape. No. That's not what No. No. Training camp is to make sure that we can monitor what the hell you putting in your body. We can monitor, you know, how well or how good your systems are behaving for this 16 weeks. It is it is beyond me, bro, how people can't sustain a 16-week, 20-week season now. And everybody keeps saying, oh, man, it's the game is faster. What? Okay. Let's 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 think about this. Chris Johnson, pound for pound, we don't want, we don't want to put the little guys in it. Pound for pound ran the fastest 40 ever in the history. Right. Of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who was second behind him? 4-4. Okay. Prime time. Gotcha. Primetime, I'm, I'm just talking about different running backs. Yeah. Okay. When I came out, you had 4-3, four, 4-4 four, four running backs. Kevin Fall ran a 4-3. That's right. Before me, when my, my brother came out in 91, he ran a 4-2-8. So let's talk about speed. Now, he had a, a guy, a linebacker on his team Name's Charlie Poole, who ran 4'5 at 250. 
1991. That's crazy. Okay, okay, okay. I just want to see people don't remember. People lose track. It's always been freaks. It's always been freaks, bro. The league has always had. We just did. We just not gonna mention Javon Kurtz, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing has changed, but the playing surfaces, size of the pads, and the absolute ridiculously stupid play calling. I don't. I don't ever recall Michael Irvin running a a combination route that put him in a position to get his head knocked off. No. I just don't remember that. I don't remember the inside slot guy, and I played inside slot. I don't remember inside slot having to do anything other than run a shallow cross and a cover two. No, let me back up. We were smarter. (laughs) If I see two safeties, then I know the corner's sitting. So if I'm running a crossing route, I'm looking for the cornerback. I'm not looking for the linebacker. I'm going to catch it in the hole. I know the corner's buried down. He got help over the top. I know where it's at. Now they just running across the field with their head turned. So when they get the head knocked off, it's them them. It's because of the smarts. But the league has always had freaks. The speed of the game has always been fast. Everything is the same. The surfaces have changed, so it seems like guys are moving faster because there's a lot less give on that field turf than it is grass mm-hmm. or regular astral turf. It's a lot less give. And the cleats are getting smaller, the pads are getting smaller, and now it's just like people with no pads hitting each other. We had big big old shoulder pads, so we had cushion. So no, we didn't have a whole bunch of those issues, but if if gas was hydrated, it wouldn't be so many concussions. But even now, even if they hydrated, they get a hard hit and it's not a concussion, they just just because they created a new business model, we got to pay the neurologist. We got to have a reason to have that tax right off. Mm. So I, I want to get in um, briefly, if you, if you, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bell's palsy. You at one point, I did it yeah. totally up to you. Man, so this goes back to the vaccination thing. It's kind of like crazy. So, all right, so when I was in college as a freshman in the dorm, first time away from home, in a dorm atmosphere, um, I got strep throat. Strep throat almost took me out of here, man. That was bad. I lost probably about 25 pounds. I was down to about 165. I was at 200. I was a 200-pound running back. I got down about 175, 165, something like that. Almost took me out, right? So I was on a whole bunch of antibiotics, and we know what antibiotics do to the gut. It absolutely destroys the gut, rips out the, the good bacteria, just compromises you now. The reason why, if anybody has been wondering why they don't test you for herpes when you go to get just a regular routine check. It's because everybody has it. Every single body, almost everybody that was born in the country has it. Why? Because that's one of the vaccinations they give you. The chickenpox vaccination, it's the Zooster virus vaccination, right? 
So that is a herpes virus. They're injecting you, so it's going to show up as an antibody. If your body's producing antibodies to suppress it, it's going to show up on the test. That's why a doctor will come in and say, hey, look, you got herpes antibodies in your blood. And you'll be like, oh, man, get the fuck out of here. I'm married. I ain't never done that. Like you done came into contact. That's why they do that. Yeah. I have people come to me like, dog, oh, my wife is going to kill me, bro. I mean, how do we? And I'm like, yo. Calm down, bro. Did you get the shots? Yeah, yeah, I got my shots. Did you get the chicken pox shot? It's like, yeah. I'm like, but well, just calm down, bro. You know, I'm talking about these are dudes who like super faithful and you know, really religious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's in in history. You know, not like now, but like in the past, right? So this is why they don't really even test for it because everybody has it as a dormant. As a dormant virus in the body, it's a chickenpox virus because it's the vaccination. Get the chickenpox vaccination, it's a dead herpes virus, Zusta virus, and it's in the body. And what happens is the right climate in the body will activate it. If you get cold sores, things like that, it's activated. That is the same vaccination you got when you were six or five, or whenever they gave you the chickenpox vaccination. That is that same one. The only difference is your body is either over alkaline, over alkaline, or over acidic. So you've created the proper environment for that virus to show its risk its head, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got strep point. I took a whole bunch of medications, it wiped out the good bacteria in the in my gut and um, made me vulnerable for infections. Viral, virus, <clears throat> viral infections. Okay, so as soon as I got over the strep throat, I'm going through everything. I feel great. I, I went through my season. Everything is good now. Uh, I want to say I had like a cold, like a slight cold. No, no fever, nothing. Just like a a slight cold. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I already had no good gut bacteria because I didn't know anything about uh, kefir or sauerkraut or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. My grandmother just passingly didn't realize how bad it was because my mama kind of. Told her, oh, he'll be all right. You know how country folk do. Oh, he just had a little strep throat. He's fine now, you know. So my grandmother in passing just kind of told him, hey, you know, eat you some pickles. You know, eat you some pickles. You know, I'm like, I drink pickle juice for the cramps, but man, I don't like pickles. They, they deal, you know. She's like, oh, eat some pickles. You, you know, straighten you out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. Didn't know what pickles had to do with a cold, but she knew it was my gut bacteria because I took medication. So I'm taking a pick. I'm eating the pickles daily with hamburgers and shit in the calf. You know, calf food is terrible. So um, I go to practice. It's spring practice. And uh, man, bro, I'm, I, you know, I get grass in my ear. You know, yeah, you get you on the grass is wet, mm-hmm. get in your ear. Now, I already got a low immune system. Now, my hair dust because it was the morning practice. I remember it like it was yesterday. And uh, my ear just like felt like it had like an echo in it. I ain't really thinking about it. I went through practice. Cool. 
went, took a shower, went to the room, cab, did everything. The next day, I woke up, I still had this echo in my ear. So I go to the bathroom and I look in the mirror and I'm like, it was like red as your mic. Super red. It's like, damn. And it had like little bumps in it. So I was like, whoa, that's, that's, that's crazy, you know? So I go to the uh, trainer and uh, I say, hey, man, I think I got a bad ear infection. He has looked at it. He's like, oh, sh- man, yeah, man, we got it. So he get all the little suction and the little drops and everything to do my ear. So he suctions all this crud out of my ear. Earwax is a defense mechanism. And that's how I learned that, okay? So he suctions all the stuff out of my ear. My hearing came back. I was like, man, he's like, yeah, bro, you had some up against your eardrum. I was like, man, I can hear it cool, man. Maybe it'll go down. So he put some uh, some stuff on it and put it in my ear, told me to go about my business. I get to the dorm, I call my mom. I'm like, you got no peppermint oil? I'm like, nah, I'm not nothing about no peppermint oil. Go to this Walmart, get you some peppermint oil. Went to Walmart, got some peppermint oil, put it in my ear. Ear was fine. The next day, fine. I had a, I was straight. The swelling went down. Everything was cool. Yeah. I'm sleeping that next night in the bed. My tongue starts to go numb. So I'm waking me up dead out of my sleep. My tongue starts to go numb. I'm like, what is that? What is going on? I go to blink and my eye would not blink. So I'm like, oh, wow, my eye won't blink. So I'm like, I wonder if I can smell. Do like this, I can't smell nothing. The whole time, my tongue is going numb. So I'm like, oh, wow. So the chick I was talking to at the time, I told her to call her parents. Her parents to um, take me to the hospital. I think I'm having a stroke. Mm-hmm. I've had people in my family that have a stroke, and they told me that was the symptoms. Tongue going numb, and you the, the, you know, the left side of your face is starting to, you know, you feel funny. So I was like, all right, cool. So they run me to the emergency room, and I uh, get to the emergency room. They do all the tests and they send me home like ain't nothing wrong. Damn. I'm like, yo, you know, but I can feel it. Like I can't blink my eye, bro. I can't smell nothing on this side. I can't. My mouth was hanging open like this. But my face hadn't twisted up yet. So I go home, you know, 19 years old. I just feel like I'm, in, you know, I'm superior anyway. I get over it. I got over strep though that almost killed me. I, I get over that. It ain't nothing. I go to bed. I wake up. My whole face had failed. Fuck. Couldn't smell. Couldn't hear. Totally deaf. Couldn't hear. Couldn't smell. Couldn't blink my eye. Whenever I eat, people always ask me, why are you crying? That's the only residual effect. My eye runs. Okay. And I couldn't close my mouth. I would have to hold my mouth closed when I drink and eat. I had to hold my mouth closed to chew because I couldn't taste the food, couldn't smell. If I had a stuffy nose, I didn't, I didn't know what to smell, what it smelled like, all right? So I go, I, my mom comes and said, she comes to the school after my trainer. I had this, listen, this my trainer at Mississippi College, Bobby, is the reason why I went into health and wellness. He was my kinesiology teacher. Okay. This is the guy that took care of me when I broke my leg. This is the guy that took care of me 
when I got Bell's palsy, this is the guy that took care of me when I had strep throat, when I was away from my mom, who couldn't afford to come see me. This dude took care of medically everything. So my mom comes to the school. She looking like, y'all, y'all about to kill my baby. He didn't have strep throat. He had an infection. Now his face don't work. My mom like, no, 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 no. She tripping like, I'm like, well, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. So they take me to the end to their nose and throat. He checks me out. Dude was fired. When you <clears throat> when you on the school money, when you especially when you're an all American running back, <laughs> when you on the school dime, oh man, they get the fires of that. that <laughs> hey, public, y'all listen to this. When you colleges don't spend no dime when you a dog on that field, trust me. <laughs> so they took me to the ENT. He was an absolute beast, bro. I'm talking about. He came in, he looked at me here. Said you had an ear infection. I said, yeah. He said, yeah, it's a chicken pox vaccination. I said, yeah, I had to get another one to come to college, you know. He was like, okay. Perfect storm, sir. I was like, what? He was like, oh, yeah, that, that virus, you had a viral overload. The meds that I took for the strep throat killed a gut bacteria. Mm-hmm. I had got the chicken pox vaccine when I was six, mm-hmm. right? It was dormant, but it was See, this is why Dr. Sabi, if you ask anybody who knows Dr. Sabi and looked at his work, he will always say he hated to, uh, the, the, the herpes virus was the hardest one to, to kind of deal with because it hides in your body. It was behind my ear. When I got that ear infection and they treated it just for an ear infection and not a viral infection, that virus hit that nerve, mm. shut down the whole thing. Shut down the whole face. Can taste, can close my eye, can smell, can do nothing. So now we know it's a viral overload. It's a viral. It's a viral thing mm-hmm. that was caused for, by a weak immune system, right? So you know, you got country folk. First thing they do is they feed you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Had to get their home cooking, bro. Yeah. Way my grandmother prepared the food because it was spring. Remember, I said spring game. Mm-hmm. I went home for spring break, <laughs> and it, I got a picture I took, and my face looked like it's falling. I posted it before. I was just getting over it because I was eating at home. They cooked my meals every day. I, um, I took the medication that the doctor gave me, but I had fermented foods every day. I had the apple cider vinegars. I had the pickles. I had the sauerkraut. Everything was prepared by my mother and my grandmother. I didn't eat nowhere else. When I got back to school, the first day I got back, I think it was seven days. We had spring break seven days. When I got back to school, my face started. I still couldn't taste and I couldn't close my mouth, but my face started to feel funny because I was taking a steroid. And we know steroids are hard on the liver. That's right. My grandmother was giving me this tea. I was drinking this tea for the liver the whole time. And I was drinking sweet tea. I was drinking all the, I was taking everything they gave me. And uh, I started to feel my face coming back, but I still had to blink my own eye. I couldn't smell and I couldn't taste. Two days after that, I started blinking my eye. A day after that, I started tasting my food. I called my mom. I said, hey, I'm back. (laughs) Right on. 
<laughs> no medication, bro. Wow. The only thing I took was a steroid to keep my facial muscles from atrophy. Mm-hmm. That's it. So sometimes when I smile, one eye be closed. Like if you watch something, look at some of my pictures, my eyes, one eye is kind of sort of closed and one eye is open. Or if, I, if I'm eating, I'll have a tear fall. Those mm-hmm. are only residual effects. All food, man. Only reason I took the steroids is to keep my face on atrophy. Because once, if there was muscle atrophy, you can't get them back. Yeah, yeah. So I had to smile a whole lot. Once, once my face started coming back, I had to smile all the time, smile all the time. So my face is, so my face wouldn't be off balance the way my eyes are. Mm-hmm. All food, bro. All food. She fixed the gut. Period. She fixed the immune system. Period. Fixed the immunity. Made sure I was going to the bathroom. Everything she gave me was to keep me hydrated and make sure I was going to the bathroom. Two weeks. Damn. Yeah. Two I, weeks. I, I know some people, it took six months to a year for them to recover. Two weeks, dog. Yeah. Two weeks. She fixed the gut, bro. She fixed the gut. She fixed it. My boy Dexter Burkhalter, God rest the dead, he, um, he passed away. He played ball with me at the same school, but he was born, he had him way longer than me. And his face was twisted up bad, like, like that. Like, and uh, I was like, yo, you know, Granny can fix that. You know, yeah, when I go back down there, man, I'm a holler. I was like, you know, it's the food. I just went home and ate good, bro. I don't know. I really did at the time. I couldn't put two and two together. I can't put two and two together for like five years after that. When I started talking to other people who were still dealing with it, and I would always call home and I was like, yo, Granny, well, you know, oh, you got to eat your greens. You got to fix your food like this. You got to add this. And see, that's the thing. It's people that can't recover because they don't eat meat. They don't understand what animal protein does. They don't understand what animal fat does for the body. People still, people still under the impression that the brain can function without sugar. <laughs> people go on a sugar-free diet and say, okay. I'm like, yo, I fixed Bill Pause with sugar. I fixed it with animal protein. I fixed it with animal fat. I fixed it with minimal, minimal medications. I didn't take any, they gave me an eye drop, they gave me some steroid pills, and they gave me something else. But my mother was like, that's too hard on its body, so we're not gonna take that. So my mother only allowed me to take the steroid pills, and I never used the drops, because I could, at the time I couldn't put drops in my eyes, it was just something about my eyes, I just, I can't do it. So all I did was take the steroid pills, he told me that was to keep my face from atrophy. Mm-hmm. And everything else was food and herbs. Herbs, man. Simple stuff, man. Just, I mean, just bringing the body back into balance. Because everybody, once you get that 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 vaccination, bro, you're already doomed from the beginning. The vaccinations they give you at birth are to age you. I, I did I did a piece about vaccinations and I'm not gonna harp on it because the guy that that broke the story is no longer here. Okay, enough said. And, and, enough and said. he he uh he broke it. I mean, when he broke it, he. So you hear me people hear me talk to people or heard me say before that um, watch your children after they get their vaccination. Mm-hmm. You heard me say that before. Yeah. Look at their eyes. And the reason why I posted the, the little picture about the CDC says they have no proof that 
they don't have any proof that vaccine, vaccines don't cause autism. They don't have any proof that it doesn't. The reason why I posted that is because whenever you get, whenever children get shots, they have many strokes, like small strokes. And what happens is their eyes cross. So you see that kid that's got that little. Yeah. That's the many strokes happening from the vaccines. And they take, it it may take, you know, three days, it may take six days, but they, they, they come out of it because they're strong. Mm -hmm. They have have great immune systems. Okay. So they're having these many strokes where they're turning off sections of the brain. See, they turn these little sections off in the brain. And what happens is the kids are able to, because some of it is dead matter. And, but what it, what it does is cause these mental strokes. So they, they try to get your baby as, as soon as possible. Right. See, here's the thing. If the baby is not breastfed within the first six hours, then the immune system is already on an uphill battle. Now, when they take your baby, they wrap your baby. You so tired, you don't breastfeed. They take your baby and they give your baby a shot. They've already arrested the immune, immune system. So a lot of times people's children don't be born with problems. They just develop them while they're home. Mm-hmm. And they, the, the mother and the parents have no clue. You see, they don't have any clue. And then, then you go get bouts. You go get bouts of shots. You go get these three. Then you go get these three. Then you go get these three. Mm-hmm. Then you go get these three because too many may create autism. Right. But if you give them just enough, it'll create these many strokes or these many things that the baby immune system can throw off. It can kick a lot of it mm-hmm. because it's dead. So it doesn't arrest the immune system as hard. But if you never breastfeed, there's, they have these questions, right? Breastfed or bottle fed? How many women has ever heard of that? Right. They don't even know the reason why they ask it. The reason why they ask is they don't know how strong the immune system is of the child. You need antibodies to build the immunity. You get antibodies from breast milk. You can't get antibodies from formula. You get antibodies from breast milk. So bottle-fed babies develop problems, ADHD, ADD. Uh, that's why you hear, you hear uh, a sister who was vegan, vegetarian, have her baby, raise her baby natural, breastfeed for two years. So my baby's way ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, breastfeed, breastfed. Got an immunity, no problems. Problem doesn't come to 19 years old when she hasn't had any animal protein to build a brain. Mm-hmm. No cholesterol. Cholesterol, the brain is made out of cholesterol. It requires sugar for energy. People still ain't put cholesterol and sugar together. They're still trying to say the sugar creates the plaque in the arteries. Nobody put that together yet. Brain requires glucose. The brain survives off sugar 100%. Brain is made out of cholesterol. Brain requires water to float in. Nobody's putting the connecting the dots yet. The sister breastfeeds her child is superior. Then the child starts developing problems that are just not normal because of the lack of cholesterol. The brain is made out of cholesterol. 
Now I'm going to have plant scientists tell me that, hey, you can do that. There's a fact. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, let's see. Look at today's society. Okay, now we're coming up on a time in society where we have the, the first generation of solely vegetarian, vegan children. What's different? What's the difference? Can you tell the difference? I can't. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay. Let's look at it from a different direction. I had this debate about vegan athletes, vegetarian athletes. So I asked the question, when did they become vegetarian? If it was after 21, it doesn't count. If it was after 30, definitely doesn't count. The body starts to stop developing between 21 and 25. The brain stops developing at 30. So your brain was already made before you became a vegetarian. So now we have to look at the science on the children who was born, breastfed, raised in a GMO vegetarian state. We have to look at their mental capacity and their ability to be sustained in society. Hmm. Now, the jury is still out on a lot of this stuff. Because a lot of these children are still at home, even the 21, 21, 22 year olds. Now, I see an awful lot of talent on Instagram that's out doing things that don't have a job. Now, I don't want to speculate. If I see all model pictures, club pictures, trips to Bali, South Africa and Dubai. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> All I'm saying is where is going to be the fit? Because they've already said this is what the science said. And I don't go to science. I try to stay close to nature. But science has said that we're looking at the first generation right now to die before their parents. How do I know that? I have a close friend. I had a close friend who died of colon cancer at 36 years old. Damn. I've had two friends to commit suicide because of mental health issues. Where does mental health issues come from, Sly? Let me put it in perspective for you, right? We grew up in a crack era, so we got an excuse. We got a crack era excuse, right? Yeah. What did crack do? Crack was a carbon-based drug that removed the B complex. It utilized all of the water-soluble vitamins in the body. Period. So the B complexes is what keeps you stable. Mm-hmm. There's no B complexes because what crack is smoke dehydrates the brain, robs the bees. So they crazy. 
That's why you couldn't kill a crackhead. You couldn't catch a crackhead. No matter how many times you shot a crackhead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so when you get so so when you got these children who think they're getting nutrition, they're not getting no nutrition, bro. So then you you put this you put this screen society. You got this society that's born and bred on computers. No human interaction. No touch. See, that's the difference. We electrical. Ain't that what they say? Mm-hmm. They say we electrical. And I say electrical is, is, is the filthiest energy. Why? Because it's chaotic, right? Right. If you bring two chaos beings together, you create my eye. The opposites don't attract, bro. Opposites do not attract. Opposites do not attract. You take the positive side of a magnet, and you take the negative side of a magnet, it creates state stability. Right. You take the other side and the other side, they, 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 repel, they, yeah. they press against each other. Mm-hmm. Because you 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 can't, the model is order out of chaos, right? Abdul Abkiah. Order out of chaos. That is the highest level you have to create. Order out of chaos. Who is the chaos beings? We will be here and in control as long as we can keep order in chaos. As long as you create order, keep order in chaos, they'll be here. So now you create a docile, not only docile, you create a transgenetic docile. That's a whole nother discussion. People ask me all the time, oh man, they, they, they can't be born like that. Yep. They did it to your food, man. It's in the food. It's in the... Listen. Everybody got family members, right? Everybody got family. I was born a certain way. My mama ate a certain way. My mama, my grandmother's sister ate a certain way, but she got some children that just ain't quite there. Right? They ate different. They ate different. Yeah, they were up the street. They didn't eat all the same food we ate. They didn't share crop the way we did. They didn't commun- they didn't they didn't deal with the community the way we did. There's always gonna be a hanging gene. People don't understand genetics. There's always gonna be a hanging gene in that family. You're, everybody got that one crazy one. Of course. For a yeah. long time, everybody always had that one crazy that one uncle, that one brother who was just crazy, just couldn't get right. He's what they call a hanging gene. That means he was malnutrition. He, the mother changed the nutrition or didn't get the nutrition that she got when she had you. That's all that means. Different nutrition. That's why you can have identical twins who are totally different. Nutrition. One baby got most of the nutrition. That's why right. they have a stronger yeah. and a weaker one. It's, it's all in the nutrition. So what they've done is they, inst- they instituted the, these uh, pesticides like atrazine and different things like that into the crops. And what did everybody want? What was the wave in the early 2000, 2008, 2010? I'm a fruitarian. But did they spray atrazine on more than anything else? Yeah. The fruit. The fruits, yeah. And we know what atrazine is. For those of you who don't know what atrazine is, it is the gender-bending pesticides that they sprayed on all the fruits. So if you was drinking the wine, you know, there was big wine oils back in the late 90s, right? Drinking the box wine. All that wine was sprayed in California with atrazine at the vineyards. 
I'm just telling you, I'm just giving you the information. None of this is fact. None of this is fact. This is all conjured up in the mind of the form. None of this is fact. My man, um, wow, I, I will have to download this personally and go over this and take notes. <laughs> that man, this, this, this so crazy. What's so crazy? Slide by the whole thing. I didn't even scratch the surface. I didn't even scratch the surface, bro, because it's so much. Like, I didn't even talk about high blood pressure. Like, why I give people salt in the morning? No, we're going to save that. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. We're going to save Oh, you gonna be back? People gonna be like, bring him back, bring him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, you got family time. I don't wanna. No doubt. Um, it's all good, man. You know, wifey already know what it is, man. She, she, she knows I'm for the people. You got you a good one. Yeah, she knows I'm for the people, dog. You know, so you know, man. She, you know, it's hard to put up with me because you know my lights don't never turn out. Oh, you know, inside joke, right? So, so me and my wife went home, right? Mm-hmm. And my grandmother was like, uh, uh, you uh, you got adjusted yet? She was like, what you mean? She was like, yeah, that's him all the time. You, you didn't know that? She was like, I was just waiting for him to stop. I was just waiting for him to know when the act was going to be over. She was like, oh, no, girl. That's him all his life. So what you see is what you get. You heard me? Oh, I, you know, I'm trying to correct my English, you know. So when I start talking, I don't say you heard me. That, that, it don't come push out. Push you, you heard me. I don't want you know. <laughs> man, yo, um, brother, I'm so humble. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. Man, my man, Scott, man, anytime, man. You know, just give me the word I'm showing up, man. Definitely. People got to know, man. You yeah. know, this is a lot of common sense stuff that a lot of people just didn't know. Yeah, yeah. With that, any last words to the to the people? I've been posting your uh, Instagram link so they know where to yeah, find man. you. So. Hey man, just stay tuned, man. Look, I had a couple. Of, I had an Instagram shut down before. I had my Facebook stuff removed, so I post a lot of stuff on my storyline. Not a lot of posts, so it's the form runner. T H E underscore F O R M R U N N A. You know, see the form runner early, never late. Y'all know what it is, man. Hey, I'm going to tell Bo to not be so hard on you, Blake Bo. It's okay. Nah. Let's talk to the great wall, man. He my balancer, bro. He balanced me out. He said I'm too nice. That's what's up. That's what's up, my man. Well, once again, I do thank you. Um, So uh, definitely next week, whatever, depending on your schedule, to bring yeah. you back ASAP. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think people need this. So yeah. uh, with that being said, my brother, enjoy the rest of your night, my man. Thank you oh, once man. again. Listen. We can't talk about magic because, you know, I don't want to blow their mind. <laughs> we'll say that. We'll say that. <laughs> My Yo, brother. Man, slide, man. Y'all know the model, man. Y'all be the perfect form, man. Perfect form is the perfect you. Y'all be the perfect form, man. I'm out, man. Early. My brother. One love. One love. My man. Never late. And yeah. travel like. <laughs> you know, I don't want to trigger nobody, but travel like. Travel like. All right, my brother, you have a good one. You too, bro. Sir. (laughs) Yo, I'm sorry about the audio issues. I think he had his speakers on on his end, but I'm going to bring it back uh, early next week. Soon as first chance, first chance um, the schedule permits, I'm going to bring it back. So um, I'm back on my shit. I'm back on my shit. I hope everybody got some out of it. Um, I implore you guys to download this stream because ain't no telling what the fuck YouTube be on. <laughs> uh, 
Um, also, it'll be on, on the wake of radio dot uh, com as well. Uh, so I'm 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 just I'm floored. I learn something new every day. I hope you guys got some out of it. Uh, Saturday, I got some some more couple more interviews lined up for you guys. So, um, yeah, with that being said, um, I'm going to get out of here. I wish all you guys good night. Stay vigilant. All that good shit. All right. Peace.